Hi there, and welcome to the Get Cracking Podcast. Knowledge about everything from everybody who have done it. We are on a mission to healthy, accelerate each one of us to happiness. And today we got another cool guest right here. Laudi, hello. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. Right into the action. So the tradition is that the guest presents themselves in a short, concise manner. Laudi, are you ready? I am. Yep. Okay, floor is yours. All right, I'll do a little introduction of myself. So, hi everyone. My name is Lauri Malinen, and I'm currently a full-time caddy at Bandon Dunes Golf Resort, which is in Bandon, Oregon. And I work as a private contractor, so I'm able to provide my caddy services to guests of the resort, as well as to any professional golfers who would like to hire me. Aside from my current position at Bandon Dunes, I've caddied at Pronghorn, which is in Bend, Oregon. Uh, also, Tethero Golf Club, which is also in Bend, Oregon. And then lastly, Cherokee Town and Country Club, which is situated in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, prior to my caddying, I received my associate's degree in golf management and my bachelor's degree in business administration. So I did study in America and uh, I played golf there also. So during my college years, I competed on my school's golf team and placed top three in six different tournaments, with two of them being first place finishes. Other merits of mine in the sport include helping my junior team in Finland to win three national championships during a four-year span, as well as placing third in the 2016 Finnish Amateur. I've golfed competitively for 14 years and played the game for about 20, and I've held a plus handicap for about eight years, so I'd say currently my handicap is about plus three. Uh, my long history of playing the game and my vast knowledge of golf gives me an excellent skill set that allows me to be a great caddy and I also strongly believe that my ability to get along with different types of people as well as my calm and social personality enables me to provide great service to golfers regardless of their skill level. So I've now been caddying for about six years and only full time for two, but my goal is to be able to caddy for as long as I possibly can. Wow, look at this. He was prepared for that. Thank you very <laughs> much. This is a good one. <laughs> Cool. Um, so then for everybody who is listening, uh, we are speaking today about golf, uh, about cutting and about happiness and the lifestyle and all sorts of those things. Could you explain please to us who the heck is Cuddy. So when I first, like I've met actually you and I didn't know that position even exists. I didn't know what is that. Mm. Um, so could you please explain to the listeners who is Cuddy? Yeah, that can be an unfamiliar term for some people who... I've grown up in Finland, and uh, especially for those who don't play golf, uh, caddying is not even a job really you can do in Finland unless you caddy for a professional golfer, but there's no golf clubs here that have caddies. So, I mean, golf's been around for almost like 600 years, and, and caddies have been a part of the game for over 400 years, and caddy, the word, initially comes from the French word caddy which means like a cadet and they're basically mm -hmm. help the player out so so back in the day the caddy would carry the clubs and and keep them clean but not really too much more than that but yeah. but nowadays the role of a caddy has definitely changed and is more demanding so for example when i work at bandon dunes um my caddy requirements include of course carrying the clubs and and cleaning them but also 
explaining the layout of the course, the history of the course, helping the players choose which clubs they're going to hit, calculating wind, elevation change, right. firmness so of the like greens. A, you're a golf teacher and a guide and all it's combined with kind of in yourself. In a way, yeah. I would say I'm not a teacher in 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 the formal way in golf where I don't um I don't talk about technique right. too much or or how to hit the ball but I talk more about like how we should play the game and course management where we should hit the etiquette um a little bit about that but usually players do know do know their players I caddy for I've played for usually quite a bit of time so they know how to act on the golf course but of course I can give them tips on that too if if they're doing something wrong mm. which isn't part of the sport but um i think a big part of my job also which players really appreciate is reading the greens so when you get closer to the hole mm. you're on the putting green mm. and and um you really have to know where to aim in terms of the um hole so they can turn left and right and i'll be like okay we need to aim a foot right of the hole because it's right. going to curve right to left a little downhill so it is super interesting so you're you're kind of an assistant and a coach and a knowledge person and a guide and all within the golf game on the golf course that you're working yep, on. Yep, and some might say also like a psychologist, psychologist too right. because a lot of the times the players might get really heated and right. mad and you need to know how to kind of diffuse the situation. Uh, and do people get heated during the golf course? Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of golf and that might be one of the reasons people like it too because the highs are really high, Right. but then on the downside, the lows are really low. So you can get... You can get so so frustrated. At like golf, golf players, do they ever have uh, like clashes? Have you seen fights on a golf course? Um, I've never seen, but I've seen videos though. Videos of people I mean, fighting there. Yeah, I mean that could maybe happen if if you accidentally hit it on some next to some other people right. when you should have waited to hit your ball, and then they get mad. <laughs> yeah, they get really mad because it can be dangerous too yeah, if you yeah. get hit by a golf ball. I mean that is is a heavy thing, so and it flies quite quickly, right? Yeah, I mean with a if you hit a driver i mean the best players it's like 190 miles an hour so that's close to 300 kilometers an hour and it's basically like a rock so if you get yeah, hit by uh, one of those i mean that's going to leave a mark I, i wouldn't want to do i wouldn't want to be hit by the ball flying with the speed <laughs> no i mean i got hit with a ball last last um fall and right. that left a mark for like a month my yeah. whole my whole arm was completely blue and right. yellow And also, you, so you've mentioned, okay, so this is clear, this is your profession, and you also mentioned that you you play yourself, and I used to play, and I also used to coach. Mm. Uh, would you give us some tips how, you know, how to be good in golf? What's, what's the most important? How to be good in golf or to caddy? Let's first, in the golf. Okay. I think this is okay. maybe closer to your heart. Sure, sure. Well, I'd say to be good in golf, you really have to have a lot of patience because it does take a lot of time. It's it's a game that you you won't pick up quickly, but... If you want to be good, you should, from the start, be able to have some tips from someone who's played. Mm -hmm. So you you can take you can hold the club in the right way, which is called the grip. So you have a proper grip and then a stance, which means you're. This is such a game changer. So for like a context, so me and Lauri we know each other for before, and we played golf at least once. Mm -hmm. And then there, so Lauri was giving tips, and there was Otto. He was also giving tips, mm -hmm. and I found it like a game 
changer for me. Yep, so yep. when you guys have a look from from outside, how does it look like? And then you say, okay, maybe you try this and this, and I try, and it feels differently. And mm-hmm. then you understand the mechanic about about that, like you know that the, there is a point behind all of it. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a natural way to move your body really any mm. any other game you're hitting the ball like baseball or or hockey it's i think it comes a little more naturally to yeah. people but there's so much body movement involved and you need to be able to swing the club fast but still keep your body in a really balanced position right that that it's it's quite tough so it just takes a lot of time you have to be really patient and okay and so keep the at it advice number one is just ask for help from people who kind of who know yeah who know the drill yeah. so then they can advise so what else the key points to people to do to advance in golf i think a lot of people spend too much time on the range right when half of your shots are going to be putting yeah so i mean it's maybe the most boring thing to practice i mean it's a lot funner to go on the range and hit some drivers yeah. and hit it like 200 300 yeah. meters forward but practicing those little one meter putts is actually really valuable and that might push your game a lot farther what do you think should people go play course as early as possible or should they let's say you know on the range because they also have this short short term range kind of practice holes. yeah so should they practice there or they go better play course i think if you're just starting out it's better to practice on the range for a while right. so you can at least get the ball forward because yeah. if you just hop on the course and you can't really even make contact with yeah. the ball then it's not really going to do you much good But, but then okay so then you you got the the contact contact the initial practice and then after that should you practice more or should I, you just i think then like playing playing is a huge huge part of it yeah. and and it's it's not always about technique or how how well you can hit it it's 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 about playing the game it, it is a game and and sometimes you can play well even if you're not striking the ball mm. that well you just got to be able to kind of know how you're hitting it that day and let's say you're hitting a big curve where it's yeah. going big left to right if you know how to play the game then you'll just start aiming a little more left and and work with what you got So that's also a big skill. But for that you need caddy. So if I go to the course, I have no clue where it's like left or right or which 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 stick I need to take. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it can be tough to when you're trying to keep the game moving and and keep a good pace and you might you might not think about all the things you need to. Yeah. But when a caddy's job is just to think about that, yeah, it's like they can give you some good advice, level-headed advice when they're they don't have like all the emotions going through them yeah because it's it can be hard to make emotional decisions right. you know when when you're heated or yeah. or super excited your your brain might not be working as well as it should be also if if you think a bit backwards so i mean i'm opening up for the listeners because you sound super super american but you're actually a finnish kid so <laughs> you're from finland basically right i am i was born born in finland and went uh went through high school and middle school but how, did, how did it happen how did you you know looped into being a caddy well i'd say it, it all started basically when i was really young because my dad won the green card lottery so we were able to move to america uh, uh, yeah. for for seven years so from ages three to ten I, i lived in america and we got a green we got the green card and then after that we got the citizenship right. so that's the first step for me because then that meant i was allowed i'm allowed to work in america yeah so but um the start The first times caddying for me were actually in Finland when I used to play junior tournaments. Right. Because in golf there's such a thing as a cut. So it might be a three-day tournament. 
and after two days half of the players get cut off so only half are playing the last day so sometimes so they didn't qualify yeah, yeah yeah you have to play well the first two days to play the final round cool. yeah. so sometimes when me and my buddies were at tournaments i might not have made it to the last round but my friends did so i mean we're all there and i yeah. don't want to sit in the hotel room all day so i'd pick up their bag and yeah. caddy for them so that's pretty much how it started but as uh for making money in caddying that yeah. started during college so i i want i was interested in trying out caddying at a golf club during summer break when we didn't have any school so i asked my coach like hey what are some places where where they provide caddies and he said like bend oregon is one of the closest places i was studying in washington at the time and and uh, it was a four-hour drive so i just moved to cool to bend oregon for the summer yeah. and tried out caddying and fell in love with it cool but was that so if i imagine correctly during the working as a cutting it sounds like a you know the dream job if you also make a lot of money because you kind of you outdoor and uh you are you know hanging out with the cool people with the golfers so it's kind of known as a high-end sport so probably people like you know wealthy people mostly mm-hmm. play played and then the wealthy people can afford to have a cuddy right because it's also kind of it's extra service yeah um so what do you think about the lifestyle is that what kind of captures your attention on or like why why you're doing it i'd say so i mean i've always wanted to work outside and yeah when i think about it almost all of my jobs have been working outside like i started as a young kid i was yeah. delivering newspapers and then i worked for course maintenance where i was cutting the grass on a golf course i used to paint houses yeah on the outside so i've always enjoyed being outside so that's one of the big draws for me in caddying also the fact that um the days can be quite short i mean you might do two rounds and you're out there for eight to ten hours but a lot of days you just do one round and it's four hour four hour day so you have a lot of free time that's a huge draw for me also the fact that um it's a very low stress job yeah and you don't have to worry about it after you get home so when you get home it's done with you don't have to think about your job anymore or or pretty much how you did or you don't get you don't get frustrated usually during the day because you're not the one hitting the ball if the player does well it's This great is super but it's interesting it, because yeah like you're kind of there hanging out and helping them out helping them overcome the stress but they are stressed not yeah. kind of you are yeah. you're just enjoying the day yeah i mean sometimes i might give a bad advice i notice like oh he should have hit that club and yeah. but at the end of the day that happens in golf and and it's not going to ruin my day yeah, yeah yeah and of course i try to do the best job i can but in golf it's it's almost guaranteed you make mistakes yeah so i don't really feel ever ever too stressed out after yeah. work or or bummed so that's a big draw and also for caddies at least at golf clubs like there's so many caddies out there that that we can we we work when we want yeah and um if we want to take vacation or break we can take it whenever we want we have this little app the scheduling app that we where we just mark our availability mm. so if we're available in the morning or the afternoon or both we just check the boxes and and they'll schedule us for work and this summer i took a long summer vacation and i just unchecked all the boxes and i'm gone and i didn't have gone. to tell anyone cool or... cool so it sounds like you're living a happy life and a happy lifestyle so then the question is are you happy i would say so right now currently very happy with yeah. with how my life is going uh, i get to do what i love i get to be outside right. also i get to play free golf at some of the best courses in the world yeah 
because where I work is is pretty well known. So at least in the golfing world, people a lot of people know about Bend and Dunes. So to be able to play those courses for free yeah, is, yeah. is huge and, and to have a lot of vacation and, and a low stress life with yeah. a lot of exercise and It and does activity. sound like you're really enjoying every moment of being. I, I would say so. Yeah. I mean and also I think one thing that contributes to my happiness is the fact that when I'm at work I sleep really well. Yeah. So I mean when people think about caddying they'd usually think about one caddy and one player but what we do there is we carry two golf bags at the same time so we're caddying for actually two players so two players okay yep so i'll i'll kind of have to are there like you know are there from the same group of... yeah yeah they'll be so in they the know same each group. other so yep. they kind of play in good course together yep uh, yep they're usually friends good yeah. friends so i'll carry both of their bags and and walk with them and help both of them out so at the end of the day i mean i'll be really tired especially yeah. if we do 36 holes which is two rounds i mean that's walking close to 20 yeah. kilometers yeah. and carrying two golf bags yeah. so when i get home i mean it's like three seconds in bed and I'm passed out. It is interesting. So now we discuss all of it and I find it um, a lot of parallels. I used to be a guide uh, when I used to, when I studied. It was in Lapland in Rovaniemi mostly. So it is also kind of a job that you do outside and also you can hang out with people. You, um, I mean, the angle is different. So I used to care a lot about the safety so mm. that people don't go missing in the forest right yeah. or they learn how to control snowmobiles and how to get in the forest how to drive the snowmobile and how to get out or you know we would search for northern lights you know in the night time so it's really fulfilling to see you know people kind of being happy and while you are outside and you are also enjoying it mm. so it's it's a nice nice mixture but then in the end so what i've understood for myself um like you know something is kind of missing so i kind of i started to search for something something different this way i moved to helsinki and i started i pursued kind of different things and now i'm on the path is there anything that you are missing out on so is there anything you wish to kind of you know be doing i mean i've said this to some of my friends before right. if if i if bannon dunes was next to helsinki i'd be the happiest yeah. person in the world because when i'm out there like my family is here yeah. my, my closest friends are here so i'd say that's maybe what i'm missing out on most is right. is my own social circle of course i have good friends there who i play golf with but they're not my family yeah, yeah. and 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 i didn't grow up with them so i mean course i have a great time there and and i'm able to have a lot of vacation where i still do spend about five months out of the year here in finland but um that's maybe one of the biggest things i miss is is having my family out here yeah and it's it's something big and it's you cannot really fix it yeah so it is, it is yeah like it is that. what it you is you either change all your life and you know pursue a new career or or there is no other choice so you can uh, you live like that yeah. but i know you travel a lot so you i, I bet you can see them frequently yep yep and i think um no matter how good your job is or how happy you are there's always going to be some drawbacks and yeah and things and nothing's ever going to be perfect true 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 cool but i'm happy to hear that like you know it seems that for you on the current stage of your life it's mm. kind of working out and then brings you joy and happiness and and you kind of you figure this out aspect and i i think this is important and uh, i also see that you really enjoy this low stress atmosphere mm. kind of so mm. to say and one thing i i wanted to say is 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 that you when you said about your your guiding job you right. said like people are happy out there i think one of the great parts of my job is 
when I'm caddying for people, these people are on vacation. Yeah. I mean, they're out there with their friends. They want to have a good time. They're already in that mindset. So, I mean, I feel like emotions and positivity definitely does yeah. spread. So I'm able to, like, kind of take that in as well because I, I could never imagine being a doctor where you're seeing people on their worst days mm. and and people are like sad and depressed and hurting yeah. and in pain when when on the other side i'm seeing people on their best days that i mean this is what they waited all year for they've saved their money yeah. so they can come play band and dunes and resonate with that 100 yeah. um but then i also know for sure that nothing nothing is really you know solid all their time there should mm. be some underwater stones i don't know some creepy people kind of playing golf with you yeah is there anything happening like this on, on your job do you play with weirdos or some crazy stories i'd say luckily luckily the the bad or the players i don't get along with are, are very seldom and few yeah where where i'd say like 99 of players i get along with great but yeah But then there's sometimes where where players just get way too mad, or they'll start blaming the caddies for their own mistakes, yeah. or they'll um, start yelling out racist words when when they miss a putt, even though we're all there just having fun. It's yeah. like that's that's not necessary. Yeah. So there's there's always gonna be be those people who just never really grew up, and the saying age brings wisdom is is not something that i've i've found to be true in all cases so, where, so sometimes not <laughs> yeah some people are just childish yeah. to the end of their days but yeah. but luckily almost all all people are are pretty cool out there there, there was a story um in lapland so the guide was attacked by tourists i think asian tourists who have not seen their northern light so there was a northern light chasing tour yeah. so they went to the forest and then they didn't see any northern lights because i mean it's nature sometimes there is sometimes no yeah so then the guide was attacked and i think he, he needed to call the police and run around from them it was a big story in romania <laughs> what that's crazy have, have you been attacked ever uh i can't By recall golf players. i can't recall <laughs> now neither have i heard any stories um i did hear one caddy being fired he he was in the bar after work um where we should in the bunker bar which is a small bar we have under the the resort and bunker first of all I first of all the man. caddies shouldn't be in there anymore because the resort is so popular and it's such a small bar mm -hmm. that we can't have caddies filling up capacity but mm -hmm. he went in there and had a little disagreement with his player and he slapped him in the face and someone got caught that on camera too oh no so when when the boss got to see that his his contract was was pulled and yeah. he got fired so Heard about a caddy slapping a player, but, <laughs> but not the other way around. <laughs> cool. But I no, think alcohol had a little part to play in that story part. too. But then also, I think I think the mindset. So, like you know, now we have a discussion. Let's say about your your life and kind of your way of living. But then, of course, it is not the same for everybody. I bet, like you know, they should be people who are doing cutting who are maybe not made for this job mm. or who may be doing temporary or you know now they do this but they are kind of chasing some something different mm. so maybe maybe the guy didn't feel that good in the moment or he just got way too drunk yeah yeah, yeah. i'd say um for some people it's definitely like a a perfect job people who grew up in the game and some people might be local local from bandon and not a lot of opportunity in that town anymore right. i mean it's it's used to be heavily relying on the timber industry and um 
some they we look out for locals there at Bandon and and try to give people opportunities to work at the resort because it's it's big it brings in a lot of money to the town so some people out there it might not be the best for them but we unfortunately do have a pretty big turnover rate i mean a lot of the caddies who don't do a good job they they get kicked out quick so is there a career opportunity so once you you are caddy for some time can you do something else can you be promoted or I'd say promotions in in the caddying world would happen mainly through maybe moving to a professional tour, but um, as a you, professional, I uh, know on the tour. So when there's the championship, you do the caddying during yeah, the championship. Yeah, so you'd you'd ma- you'd basically caddy for one professional golfer throughout right. their whole season. Right. So you'd go to all the tournaments with them, but then again, you'd have to have a pretty good player to make more money than we make at Bandon Dunes. So they only get. They get a little base salary every week, and then a percentage of the winnings mm, that the player mm. makes. So if your player is not winning, you're not really making much money either. No. But if you get a good player, I mean, then then caddies could could make easily. But then also tips tips are the big thing there, right? Yeah. In the US, yeah. everybody is tipping. Yeah. My my job is basically just tips. So yeah. everything I make is in cash. Right. In tips. So there's I don't basically work for Bandon Dunes. Mm. I'm I have a contract with them where I can provide my services, but um, I don't get a salary from Band and Dunes. I just get, my bosses are basically the players that I carry for. Uh, so then these Band and Dunes are like um, like a platform, so to say. So yeah. they just handle the uh, connection of Caddy and then the players. Exactly. So then to, to enable the game. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, shifting gears a bit. So, what do you think for the future? What do you want to? Where you want to be? What do you want to do in the future more? Well, so far, I've really loved this balance between Finland and America, and right. working in America, and then spending my free time here in Finland. So, like I said in my little self pitch, that um, I've now been caddying for six years and two years and in in, in uh, full time, but I'd love to caddy for as long as I can. Yeah. So it, I don't know if there's any guarantee that my body will be able to handle it for for a long time. I mean, it does put a stress on your body when you're walking every day and, and carrying bags. But so far, I've, my joints have felt good and I've been able to do it as, as much as I've liked to. So, I mean, I'd I'd really enjoy it if I could just caddy for a long time. I mean, we have... I have co-workers the- who, who are 70, 80 years old and they're still doing the same thing and enjoying it. So I mean that would be cool, but I'd be open also. They might be so knowledgeable. So after like this many years yeah, in the game, they I mean, they really they know, know the courses yeah. better than anyone, better than the designers. Yeah, and also something I I recently understood that there is also a big influence of the course of like you know uphill and downhill and you know how how it's all positioned. So it all all impacts the like the way of you play the game and the way you choose your clubs, right? Yep, yep, yeah. yeah so for say for example, if the holes a hundred yards away right but there's a big hill in front of you you if you hit a hundred yard shot you're going to come up short yeah so you have to know like okay well this is a 10 yard uphill the elevation change is 10 yards so right you can add 10 yards to the shot now you're hitting 110 yards but then again if there's big wind involved then you got to calculate that too and also the firmness of the green how the balls is going to bounce when it hits the surface of the green so sometimes you can fly it long and let it spin back, or yeah. if it's a really hard surface, you gotta land it short and let yeah. it bounce up there. Yeah. So there's 
there's at least like three main factors you got to take into consideration for every golf shot yeah. elevation wind and then the firmness of the surface yeah and then also i know you've played some tournaments here and there i know you played some some in finland mm -hmm. um are you interested to play more or how, how do you how by the way how did it go that your last tournament my last tournament was very frustrating and really i i played some of the worst golf i've played in a long time so that was that was one of those have you been mad I was definitely very, very frustrated, <laughs> let's say that, and and a little disappointed in myself. So yeah. I played two tournaments this year. One was the the national championship for for 25 and plus, right. and that went pretty well. I was seventh place out of 144 and shot one of my best rounds ever, mm. eight under par on the last round. So that one I was really happy about, and I left a good yeah. good feeling afterwards. But this this last one, our club championship, it just absolute horse beep <laughs> so so i mean that was one of those where i felt like do i even want to play golf anymore or yeah. even even play tournaments but i feel like all golfers can can uh know the feeling where where you don't want to play anymore you want to quit and sell your golf clubs but, but what do you think is it i don't think it's, it's only about the golf i think whatever you do maybe sports or any sports business profession there are mm. those days when you're like that nothing is working yeah. and it's just not going and you're so frustrated like yeah i just i just gonna stop i had so many days like with all my ventures yeah. and with the podcast as well like you know some days i'm like yeah i just need to change everything i don't like the concept i should speak with different people i should you know do the different studio and like nah, not working i think that's a good test of whether it's right for you. If, right. you. if you wanted to throw in the towel really bad at one moment, but then you just still stick to it the next day, you're like, okay, let's give it another try. Yeah. Then you know you're maybe on to something. Because yeah. if, if you want to throw in the towel and you actually do, then it's probably not your passion and and it's just not right for you. Yeah. So I know I know the feeling will always come back for me where I want to compete a little bit again and and also um, I'll play golf in general again what's your so, what's your handicap it, right now it's about plus three plus three yeah. and it's considered to be like really good right it's really good but then again the professional golfers who who make money on for example the pga tour they're closer to like plus six plus seven okay plus eight so it's still when you're in the plus handicaps getting a better handicap is is it it turns extremely hard it's not easy to cut those strokes away at that level So for me, my ambitions are more amateur golf. I'd mm. like to win the Finnish amateur and and the Oregon amateur back in America mm. and, and just become a great amateur golfer. But aspirations to become a professional are pretty much slim yeah. to none. I, yeah. I, so I you're don't more think... into kind of enjoying the game and getting out of it. So. Exactly. I don't know if I'd even enjoy the game as much if I was a professional. Yeah. I think it would be very stressful and then you'd always have to play even when you didn't want to. And if you don't play well, it's super frustrating and, and there's just so much stress involved when how you play affects how much money you make. So I'd hate yeah, to yeah, where yeah. if I don't but, play well, way, I don't get paid. So like we already mentioned my previous, one of my previous jobs as a guide. Um, and my last kind of last year when I was still kind of working there, that was also kind of driving me to, towards the change is that I've understood that 
I like being in the forest and I like being in the nature and mm. I like driving snowmobile, for example, and watching Northern Lights, which is super cool. Mm. But once you do it a lot for your job, it starts to be, you start to feel it different. So mm. I start to feel that I'm not enjoying that that much. So my, so I'm not enjoying it as a hobby. So then I was like, yeah, this is time to change. I, mm. need, I need to do something different in order to keep my hobbies around. So, and then I'm happy to hear that said, let's for you, it works that you still can be a caddy and enjoy mm. the golf as a game. Yeah. Kind of, so you found this combination. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, cause it's maybe it's just a little bit different where when you're caddying, you can enjoy the walk and, mm. and the social aspect and, and helping others. Mm. And it's still so different. It feels so different when you start carrying your own bag and you hit the shots yourself. Yeah. You enjoy it in such a different way yeah. to where it's like, if it's kind of like the same thing right. but then again it's totally different yeah and and for me i just regardless of where i am i think i enjoy being outside and it's yeah. so beautiful yeah. out there we're right on the coast cool four of our five courses are on the coast and the other ones in nature and we have bald eagles and turkey vultures and porcupines and and deer and see some bear tracks and cougars out there i mean there's i think i think so much wildlife sold it to all the you know finnish audience because in finland nature is a big part so you just you just sold those places everybody will come to visit now (laughs) yeah it's 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 a special place and it's a very rural area where not a lot of people live so there's space for wilderness and yeah and animals and nature so it's pretty wild place also windy though yeah very windy Cool. Enjoying speaking to you, Lauri. Um We are walking towards wrapping up. Uh, any final tips you would give to the listeners about maybe finding happiness? I think when if you if you're looking for some if you're looking for ways to live a happy life, it could be beneficial to look into what your passions are and mm. and what you enjoy and some somehow try to involve those in your work so for me i think even though even if it wasn't caddying i'd enjoy Mm. working if it was just outside Mm. i could see myself enjoying gardening or or painting houses i like that just just being outside and just low stress you got to find the things that you enjoy so for me it's nature and and low stress and and a good work free time balance where i can have a lot of vacation of course, it helps a lot if you can make a lot of money while you're working to where you can afford to have that time off. So I'm I'm lucky in that sense. But I'd say I'd say those are maybe my three three tips. Cool, super good. Uh, are you public in any social media, or if somebody'd like to check you out, so should they do it? Or I'd say um, no, no social media for me. But if you do come to Bandon Dunes okay, and you want a caddy, ask for Lars. That's my that's my name I go by in America. Lauri is a little too hard. So <laughs> look for Lars, ask look, for Lars, and I'll come carry your bag. Okay, go to US, go to Ben and Dunes, and then ask for Lars. Okay, yes. this is how they find you. Thank you very much, Lauri, for being with us, and thank you all for listening till the end. I Hopefully you did. And if you have not done so, please press the subscribe button and leave us a comment and a review and let me know how did it go what can i improve in this podcast and who should be the next ghost ghost guest yes <laughs> <laughs> hey thank you enjoy your day bye bye a bank roll had a saying go got it flooded to my ankles need a raincoat pair of boots and a dang bow gotta stay flow i might pull up in a stagecoach playing beethoven